0: Okay, welcome to the Minicorp Q&A episode number 19. For anybody that missed it, we're running a giveaway. We're running three or four different giveaways actually um, in January because we feel that January can be a little bit of a slump month and we want to, we want to inspire and motivate people to go and to create things. Um, all of the things that we're giving away are going to be related to help you to build a product or build a business. Currently, um, so as of yesterday, we just announced that we are giving away three books. They are Rework, Sprint, and Delivering Happiness with Tony Shea. They are amazing books that have helped and inspired me and the team and everybody here to go and build amazing products. Um, In order to enter, all you have to do is go to episode number 18 on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, and leave a comment in the the comments um, of your favorite book or something along those lines. Just leave us a nice comment and you're basically in the draw. Uh, We're going to pick a winner. I said yesterday we're going to pick a winner on Thursday. Realistically, we're going to pick a winner on Monday because we want to give as much opportunity to people as possible to enter. Um, Okay, so let's get into the show. Question number one. What are some of your favorite tools for measuring an app's progress? So one of the big things that we always notice here is that once you launch an application, what you really need to be in charge of or on top of is measuring or quantifying how successful or how people are adopting the app. We use some tools here um, that I think you guys could benefit from. One of them is called Hotjar. Hotjar is an amazing tool that can, just takes a little bit of JavaScript, you throw it in your app, and you get basically live video feeds or, or playback videos of where people are navigating, how they're using their site. You can see their cursor moving around the screen. It's insanely good. And um, You can see even heat maps of you know what are the most clicked buttons and how far down past the fold people scroll. You can see that if it's mobile, responsive, whatever type of application. So it's a really, really good tool to have. Second tool that I'd highly recommend is called Google Analytics. Everybody knows Google Analytics, but very few people know how to use Google Analytics properly. There is a tool within GA called Funnels. You need to know Funnels intimately. If you have a subscription or product-based um, web application, make sure that you have your funnel set up correctly where you can measure and quantify goal conversions. How many people are going onto to the site? How many people are going... Down that funnel, where are they dropping off? Why are they dropping off? Google Analytics will tell you all of this amazing information, like exits, pages, and and how to how to really get on top of that. Um, another two um, tools. Um, there is Mixpanel. Mixpanel is awesome for iOS and Android. You basically in your code flag different events and. Mixpanel will show you the different events. You can set up funnels and all of that kind of stuff as well. And finally, there is a tool called Fabric, or called Answers, which is from Fabric, or from the tool chain Fabric, um, which is really, really good for measuring iOS and Android also. Between those four tools, I guarantee you, will give you some really good insights as to how your application is performing and how your users are actually using your app. Question number two. What are your favorite tools to engage with customers? So- Once the customers actually jump into your shop or come on board your application, start using your your apps or whatever, how do you make sure that you are, are engaging with them or communicating with them or answering any of the questions that they may have for you? One big massive tool that we've always used is Intercom. They are down the road here in St. Stephen's Green and they are a phenomenal company, really, really good people. But their tool that they have built is insanely good. You stick a little bit of JavaScript into your, into your application and you can even curtail a little bit further to upload some of the user information back into Intercom. You can use custom attributes and you can segment people and so on. But the really clever stuff is around the engagement. You can set up flags and say, if this person returns to the store X amount of times, please send out this email. Or all of these kind of funnels and, and different ways to engage with customers. It's really powerful, great conversational tool. Go check it out intercom.io. Second tool, Campaign Monitor. We use it in here all of the time, and we use it for our clients as well great tool for actually engaging over email with your clients you set up your newsletters and so on the reason i would pick campaign monitor over mailchimp is because of the design of the newsletters the the design of the newsletters in mailchimp to me feels a little bit outdated the stuff in in campaign monitor is absolutely beautiful and looks rock solid across all devices Uh, number three is obviously the the social stuff right so snapchat amazing Instagram stories, amazing, um, and I had another one, what was the other one? Facebook Messenger. This is one that is completely shit hot at the moment where company, pages, people think that they just leave a little message and so on and then that's it done. You can do so much more with a business and Facebook Messenger where you can integrate and chat to people in real time. As in, you can put a little Facebook Messenger thing on your website and talk and dialogue with people through it and through their Facebook account. Um, I'll, I'll leave little um, links and description and stuff in the, in the description for you guys to check this out. And question number three. How important is it for founders to be technically competent? I can't remember who asked this question. I think it was Dan from First Up. Um, I basically have a big, long list in Asana of all the questions that people have asked. And that's where I get this whole flow from. Um, I think there's two different, like it's, you don't necessarily have to be a technical person to run a tech company, but you have to have in some way technical competency or the skill set to understand the product in a very intimate sense. If you don't understand the product, you're not going to understand how to position it to the customers and in the market and make sure that it's going to be successful. It doesn't mean that you have to write the code or that you have to understand the design and the UI, UX around the application, but you have to be well versed from your team as to how that product is performing, what the strategy is for new features going down the road, and also just to be a well-rounded product person, you know, to understand from all different competencies, like from design and, and development, where this thing is going, how it's going there, what it requires time-wise to build out the different features that are coming down the line, um, and all of that kind of stuff. So I w- I'd say technical, technical competency is a prerequisite, but the level is, is dependent by the, the skill set of the team around you basically. Okay, that is it for episode number 19. Yet again, I forgot to ask you guys to ask any questions that you have at the very beginning of the episode, which is what I should have done. But maybe I'll get it in episode 20. I not believe we're going to be on episode 20. Insane. Hope you guys all love the couch. And thanks a million for watching. Catch you guys tomorrow, episode 20. Woo!